0: For Monday, September 14, the 258th day of 2020. There are 108 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, Facebook Watch, YouTube Live. And the hashtag, Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And there were sports over the weekend, multiple sports to tell you about, including the NFL, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's food. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You are a fan of the Pop-Tarts.
1: I am, but I'm picky about my Pop-Tarts.
0: Do you know the origins of Pop-Tarts? I have no clue. We have the dogs to thank for Pop-Tarts because the invention of Pop-Tarts is directly linked to dog food, post their pet food division developed what's called Gainesburgers, Burgers, which was a unique idea because the dog food was semi-moist but didn't have to be refrigerated. And then once they kept, took care of the dogs, then they said, hey, you know what we could do? We could also feed these to humans. And they started putting... Filling in there like strawberry, etc. And that's how we got the Pop Tart. So, I like it. Thanks to the dogs for that. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis. And the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm very well. How are you? Mm, doing very well. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel, did you get good rest over the weekend? I did for the most part I did you, a lot of homework. Do you feel more youthful no. than you did on? You don't feel no. more youthful. No. Um, there are some cities in the United States that promote a youthful attitude attitude toward life. Okay. Would you like to know where these are? Mm-hmm. So perhaps you could visit or relocate. They looked at employment, income, education, and life satisfaction. Okay. And found the most youthful cities in the United States are Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Seattle, Washington, Plano, Texas, and Raleigh, North Carolina.
1: Okay, so is Plano, Texas like just Plano, Texas, or is it like Plano? (laughs) Pretty much. Well, it's P L A N O, like the one in No, it's,
0: yeah, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like Plano, the community. Gotcha. It is a city in Texas, not the entire thing. Conversely, I can see Raleigh, North
1: Carolina. If you
0: want to see, if you want to live in cities that make you feel older, Las Vegas, Tucson, Philadelphia, Baton Rouge, and Memphis, Tennessee are Mm. all the cities that make you feel older.
1: I can see that. I I thought in
0: Las Vegas you could feel whatever age you decided to feel. It's pretty much across the board, but it does does feel a little bit... uh,
1: I think because it wants you to stay up all night. And then you just start dragging (laughs) by two days later like punch gun. I guess it's
0: certainly possible. Uh, The tropical moisture from Tropical Storm Sally, which we will talk about in just a moment, is going to bring us a chance for showers Wednesday into Thursday. A cold front will end the week sweeping much of the moisture, bringing us a much cooler air by next weekend. What is that? A hint of fall next weekend? Uh, Mostly sunny today in 82. Clear in 59 tonight and mostly sunny in 82 for tomorrow. If you look at the uh, if you look at the map of the Gulf, the cloud cover map, you will see a storm, a tropical storm that pretty much fills up the entire Gulf of Mexico yeah,
1: at, at the moment. That. It's That's large great. all the
0: way down to, you know, from just uh, south of Panama City and just south of Mobile all the way down to the back edge of the storm is still south of Cuba. Mm-hmm. This thing has gotten uh, large and slowed down yesterday. It uh, is expected to spin up to hurricane speed. It needs, needs about 10 miles per hour more, but expects to spin up um, to hurricane speed later on today But and maybe come ashore tomorrow. It maybe at best will be a cat, too, but here's here's where you've got to be careful is, is that if you are um, – If you're living in that area, the slow speed just means you get pounded longer, even though maybe the wind isn't Mm -hmm. as fast or as hard as you might have experienced before. It just sits there and goes, remember Hurricane Harvey and Houston and that community, it just sat there for 48 hours and just pounded and pounded and pounded. And so you want these things to kind of come ashore and move along and, and go on from there. But it'll come ashore and turn right and then go up through Atlanta, Macon, et cetera, and then we'll Get some of the outer bands moisture on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so it, uh, <laughs> I don't know that it's going to cause a lot of evacuations, but uh, certainly worth keeping an eye on. Governor Bashir gave the latest totals yesterday. COVID 19 cases dropped yesterday as Kentucky added three new deaths. We had uh, 536 new cases. Yesterday were reported that brings us to just shy of 57,000 on the whole. I mentioned three new deaths on Sunday, brings our fatality rate to 1,060 directly contributed to COVID 19. 991,000 tests have been, uh, so we'll at least by Wednesday, we'll get to a million tests performed in Kentucky. I think we've been seeing you know five six thousand new tests today, so we'll probably cross the million test barrier sometime in the next forty three hours. Five hundred eighty seven people currently hospitalized. That number's up. Uh, one hundred forty eight currently in ICU. That number is up. We've been down around one hundred and thirty in the ICU. Now we're at one forty eight. That is across the entire uh, state. A lot of um, celebratory news yesterday when we learned that the two children who had been taken from Grayson County by a non-custodial mother on, I think that was Thursday, that she fled or was found in Grundy County, Tennessee, yesterday late morning. The children were found safe. The mother, after being tased, the non-custodial mother was... uh, Arrested after being tased multiple times, according to law enforcement. So as it turns out on Saturday, there have been two more, two more arrests as well. As it turns out on Saturday, um, law enforcement was alerted that 56-year-old Karen Gibson, which is uh, the non-custodial mother, Maples, Ellen Maples' mother, and a 71-year-old Elmer Ray Smith were attempting to wire money to her and I know at least Sheriff Chaffins was there and became animated about pleading with them about uh, them turning over information about where she is and them trying to assist her by wiring her money. And uh, he, uh, he he was quoted in this report as saying, you said, you said yourself that they, being the children, aren't safe with her. Then yesterday morning about uh, five minutes after 11, the Grundy County, Tennessee Sheriff's Office, which is near Chattanooga, Uh, made a traffic stop, and the arrests were made, the children were found, the children were awaiting social workers from Kentucky yesterday to arrive, and Ellen Maples will be awaiting extradition to Kentucky. Now, if you've not been following along with this story, the children had been removed from Maples' custody on Thursday morning and placed into state custody after substantiated abuse and neglect charges were filed against her and sheriff Chaffin says it was alleged that she drug one of her children by the hair of the head to the pond to a pond and held her head underwater so that's the severity of the situation um, uh, n- never an excuse to to kidnap children and run with them but when you understand the potential danger that the children could have been, and it makes it even worse and much more tense situation, and according to sheriff Chaffins, he says it 's the best the best of potential outcomes based upon the situation uh, is what they were happy to report as of yesterday afternoon. what happens to the uh, people who were arrested trying to wire her money we don 't know i guess we'll we 'll find out uh, later. A Caneyville man has been arrested for pointing a handgun. At a U.S. Census Bureau worker, Saturday afternoon about 2.30, the sheriff's office was dispatched to uh, the post, uh, post office area in Caneyville mm-hmm. where a female census worker had driven to the postal uh, the post office after an incident where she says um, she told deputies she arrived at a residence to conduct a survey and she was immediately confronted by 29-year-old Barry Mosley, who was immediately hostile toward her when the worker told Mosley she was at only at the home to perform a short interview to uh, for the 2020 census. He told her, these are my words. It's none of your business. He had more colorful language than that and demanded that she leave his property when she was walking back to her vehicle, which she was able to get into Mosley reportedly walked to his truck, retrieved a handgun, he removed the gun from its holster and cocked the firearm, then made his way to the front porch with the gun pointed at the victim. So police officer seized a weapon and charged first-degree wanted endangerment, menacing and obstructing governmental operations. Good time to point out for those of you who maybe are not aware that if you've not done your census, you're going to get a visit from a census worker. The be- If you don't want people on your property, the best way to avoid a census worker being on your property is to take your census. Mm-hmm.
1: We've
0: this been can, saying it for months. <laughs> this can be avoided. What do we begin this April first?
1: Uh, yeah, even before that. No, we started way before that. So,
0: inexcusable. Mm-hmm. A Caneyville teenager miraculously escaped serious injury after flipping and flattening an SUV on on Annetta Road on Saturday evening. About eleven o'clock at the sixty-seven hundred block of Anetta Road, they found uh, a um, Nissan Murano being driven by eighteen-year-old James Shaw. Left the roadway while coming out of a sharp curve, and entered a ditch. The vehicle traveled the ditch line, struck an embankment, flipped at least once. Shaw was able to exit the Nissan through the rear of the vehicle, and uh, wow, it it definitely he's, he's was lucky. was. Absolutely. Was flattened if you've seen the photography. Twin Lakes Regional Medical Center announced on Friday afternoon that they um, and Owensboro Health have selected their former chief financial officer to serve as new CEO. Owensboro Health and Twin Lakes Regional Medical Center, upon nearing the completion of their affiliation agreement, have selected Ashley Harrington to become. Twin Lakes Regional's top administrator later this year, when CEO Wayne Merriweather retires, he announced in July that he will retire in the fall. Once the Owensboro Health Affiliation becomes official, she was CFO under Wayne uh, from June 2017 to October 2019. She's most recently been managing a 500-plus bed facility in uh, Birmingham area. So, welcome back to the area, to uh, Ashley Harrington. I'm sure, we'll be hearing more from and about her in uh, in the coming months. So
1: good
0: for her. I've never met her. Um, Nor have so I. I'm looking forward to that. Kentucky Democrats have built a big lead over Republicans in requesting absentee ballots, which their candidate for U.S. Senate is interpreting as a sign of voter enthusiasm for ousting uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And his campaign, of course, dismissed that and told a, uh, told a completely different story. As of Friday, Democrats held a roughly three-to-one advantage in ballot requests for the November election, according to figures from Secretary of State Michael Adams' office. More than 40% of statewide requests have come from the counties containing the state's two largest cities, Louisville and Lexington, and Democrats have to dominate there if they have any chance of uh, unseating Leader McConnell the the McGrath campaign tra- trailing in i think all in all of the polls that i've seen and heard about of course they have to spin that in a way and say look at our party being motivated to capture uh to get our absentee ballots well i i really hate to burst your bubble but it's just an indication that gop voters are going to be the ones more likely to vote in person they they will be the ones more dogmatic and more Uh, dead set on voting the traditional way rather than leaving it up to a vote-by-mail system. Mm -hmm. So it's I'm I'm glad that you're getting the absentee ballots, and and if you want an absentee ballot, I'm glad that you're able to get one. I just think that you need to be careful about reading too much into – The motivations or who who's voting for who I also would tell you is that you may find a lot of Democrats who will say, I definitely want to vote. And you may you may even find some Democrats who would say, uh, I'm probably going to vote for Biden, but you won't. You'll find a lot of Democrats who might vote for Biden, but will vote for McConnell for the very reasons of what have previously been stated. So I think you you just got to be careful about spinning that into a narrative That suits you. I don't think it's necessarily an indication of what's happening. But conversely, I think that McConnell supporters have to be very careful about apathy setting in that, oh, he's got that race sewn up. And Mm -hmm. Kentucky's electoral votes, all eight of them are going to the president. It doesn't really matter. I just, you know, they've got it taken care of. If enough people have that attitude – then what happens to D. Huddleston when McConnell got into office the way that McConnell found the office to begin with may happen to him. So it will be uh, – it, it's important that everyone sh- sh- turn out to vote. And as we say time and time again, if you have any concerns and confusion about who to vote for, just ask Misty. She'll tell you. <laughs> I will guide you. <laughs> the Breeders' <laughs> Cup in November will be held without spectators joining the Triple Crown races and having only essential personnel and participants on hand because of the coronavirus pandemic. The World Championships are set for November 6th and 7th at Keeneland here in the Commonwealth. Um, it They say it was a very difficult decision, but it was the right thing to do. They consulted clearly with uh, Governor Bashir on how to handle that. But in good news, the Breeders' Cup will be back at Keeneland in 2022. It was already committed for 2021, but for those fans who had made plans to attend in 2020 that were not able to, they uh, can just go ahead and look forward to uh, two years from now and it coming back to to Keeneland for, I guess, the third time, something like that. In high school football, Friday night, got off to a uh, good start. The winners, Breck County, Butler County, Davis County, Graves County, Hancock County, McLean County, Meade County, and Owensboro, the Brian Jones era at Grayson County High School, got off on a victorious start. They defeated Thomas Nelson, um, the final 26-6, to six. so congratulations to uh, the Cougars. Had a little trouble holding on to the ball early, but settled in, and a game that uh, I watched on K105 Digital Productions, so it was nice to be able to see that game, and then Cards fans are happy as of Saturday. Tops fans not so happy as of Saturday. The University of Louisville Cardinals down the WKU Hilltoppers 35-21 and Saturday night season opener for both schools. So big weekend of NFL, NHL, MLB, NCAA football it was, uh, and high school football. It was seemingly a little bit back to normal sports-wise. NASCAR was even in there for the weekend. So got to get you a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. national coloring day today oh, and I am super happy that uh, little Aleya uh-huh. is uh, here today and she's already coloring. Good. She is, mm-hmm. she is uh, holding down the fort on our national coloring day effort today. Uh, as I was headed to the studio, she was settling in to an Ariel coloring sheet and because we were talking about the color of Ariel's hair and how it matched her lipstick. Or at least pretty close. It's also Eat a Hoagie Day today. Mm. So, Dagwood Sandwich or Submarine or whatever kind you like. And it's also Cream Filled Donut Day today. So, that's how you celebrate um, one of the three, all of the three, two of the three.
1: There's literally a donut day every week. <laughs> there is. There is a donate day okay. every week.
0: Some Uh-oh. kind
1: of jelly filled, cream filled. I offered some off fry. To stop by and get a donut this morning. She said, Nah, I just want to go to work.
0: (laughs) I I do think it's probably speaking of uh, donuts and speaking of Alea, I just do feel like I need to confess something today that uh, I would have never done with the two older children. Uh, Alea asked me on Wednesday if I would buy icing. Cake frosting.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: She doesn't like the cake part.
1: Yeah. Me too, girl. Sure. Me too, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem.
1: Let's get two. One for me, I one It just for did you.
0: feel a little bit odd, though, of handing a four-year-old a, a container of icing and saying, knock yourself out.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just.
1: You're more of a grandparent now. <laughs> you're right. In, you're into that, that right. mindset of grandparenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, You're that's the, that the thing. thing. You know, I, mm-hmm. uh,
0: you know, mm-hmm. a, a long time ago, I would have, I, mm-hmm. I would have had to teach the lesson on sometimes you have to eat the cake too. Yeah, yeah. And so in my mind, I was teaching that lesson, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, let's mm-hmm. just have the icing. Let's just get a
1: spoon.
0: But bless her heart, not that she spoiled it all because I handed her the icing and she took a spoonful and she said, "You forgot the sprinkles." <laughs> I, I did. I did forget the sprinkles. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. Uh, you can you can have frosting and icing, but that's where the responsible parenting kicks mm-hmm. in. You can't just go throwing sprinkles in the icing. It's one
1: of the first questions I got this morning. Mm-hmm. Not on just a normal day. That's a birthday kind of thing. You get sprinkles for your icing. Right. Your container of icing Yeah, your that's birthday.
0: The, yeah. You gotta keep the icing pure. Yeah, yeah got to do it.
1: run of the mill day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday, kid. What yeah. do you expect? <laughs> yeah, Ask me no no on a Friday. On Ask me on a Friday. We can <laughs> we can talk about it. A uh, new study says Americans, not surprising, have developed a new appreciation for nature during quarantine. Nearly six in 10 Americans have a new appreciation of nature during quarantine. 58% of respondents shared they didn't appreciate nature as much as they should have before the COVID-19 pandemic. Three-quarters of respondents are starting to feel a boost in their moods. However, thanks to spending more time outdoors, uh, with 66% sharing they're doing more outdoor activities closer to home. You're even yeah. seeing the Kentucky State Park System, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their marketing campaign of, you know, do more closer. So using the state parks, using the outdoors, I will tell you just if you just, you know, follow the social trends of people you'll encounter way more just being outside and getting in the woods and fishing and even, you know, and golf is something that you can distance a little better at. And just you can tell it's become very mm-hmm. very popular. I mean, Misty even turned into a camper yeah, during process. Mm, uh, the process. Best. And th- I think this was uh, the fishing industry is maybe who put I some of this. I do love it.
1: What's that look I don't on your face? That you do man. I just <laughs> find it hilarious. <laughs> so information
0: it. to uh, information went uh, by. Go fishing. Top reasons why Americans go fishing: number one, it relaxes them; number two, it makes them happy; number three, they enjoy spending time outdoors. Number four, it's a hobby of theirs. Number five, it allows them to bond with their family. And number six, it's an activity that they can do while social distancing. Here's some of the other top outdoor activities, though, that have gotten more popular this year. Number one, fishing. As evidenced by who did this study. I think when they when the when the fishing industry went out and did this study and they would ask people what which of these activities do you like to do best? And then they would answer and the person would say You said fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Fishing was your first choice and then right. camping is at two, going to the beach at three, going to a lake at four, outdoor cycling at five, followed by running, going to a river, boating, flying a kite, hiking, gardening, bird watching, outdoor rock climbing. And kayaking. Those were the top 14 activities It's That's interesting
1: listed. because my, my son and my husband both got back into golfing this year. My son took it up for the first time. My husband started cycling again yesterday. We've started camping this year. And Eli's always been a fisherman, but he's laid down the fishing pole for the golf club this year.
0: Mm, so, you know,
1: He's always been an outdoor kid, but he's doing different things this year.
0: Both can be frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm. He gets way more frustrated on the golf course, I hear.
0: Yes. Which is one of the reasons that
1: mm-hmm. he's that he's that kid that wants to get it right the first time. That doesn't happen in golf. I, I hear.
0: Yeah, you, it, you never master golf. Yeah. Go, go, golf, golf is never you, you've never you've <laughs> never completely mastered golf, no matter who you are. That uh-huh. uh, you know you can always hit the shot better, at least in your mind. And that's I will tell you that part of my absence from the game of golf mm, is time consuming. Mm-hmm. But it also, uh, I sort of got mentally to a point where I said, you know what, I can be mad at work. <laughs>
1: yeah, he th- he does love it, and he, you know the thing is, he just started in I think June or July, and he shot a seventy six yesterday at Lafayette, so that's not bad. So oh. that's the thing, though. He when he does something, he always gets to the point. He'll do it until he gets good at it, and it doesn't he doesn't stop. <laughs> he doesn't get that from me, so he gets it from his head. <laughs>
0: Uh, here close to home, we're doing schools differently with uh, a lot of NTI and a lot of virtual. We're not gathering communally yet, but we're far enough. We're six months into this now mm-hmm. that parents are getting worn down. Um, what do you do about your children and their developing social relationships with, you know, play dates and people in other homes? And how do you handle those questions? Because I think, you know, throughout the summer and – Knowing the resiliency of kids, it's been, I'm not going to say it's been easy, but there's been sort of some level of enthusiasm or, okay, here's here, let's work together to figure this out. But now the awkward situations can easily fall into your lap with your kids. And so here are six awkward situations and how to handle them according to the experts. And perhaps you've already encountered some of these. Awkward situation number one. Someone asks to share their water bottle.
1: Who so, would do that now?
0: Kids. Children. When they're out and they're... So how do, you, how do you teach your kids? How do you equip your kids with the proper answers so that if they were on, say, the playground uh-huh. or they were in a communal setting that if someone if some kid wanted to borrow their water bottle you need to equip your kids with a, a an immediate and proper defense Water water bottles the example it could be fork it could be anything right so my mom and dad said we can't share water bottles right now
1: right now I, ever <laughs>
0: right. right but but this seems more like a that's kind of letting the other person down Easy without being, are you? You know, you can be accusatory and say, "Are you crazy?" We're not going to do that. But this just, my mom and dad said we can't share water bottles right now.
1: I mean, what happened to Jesus and germs are everywhere? Mm.
0: That's what we raised our kids. All right, so that that one works. That one works as well. But you may get somebody on the receiving end of that that doesn't quite know what that means. So you just gotta. Well,
1: it's a nice time to inform
0: them. Awkward situation number two: a classmate wants to have a play date. (laughs)
1: FaceTime.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do we have Zoom playdates yet? <laughs> Instead of just Zoom I'm sure meetings? that
0: we do, but that has you know that has been one of the um, from a parenting standpoint is you don't want to say completely no, but you know it, it, you have to really kind of scrutinize you know for a long time we've laughed about when you have the the potluck at the church social. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know for a long time why the names of who made the things were on the casserole dishes. I thought it was so they could be returned mm-hmm. at the end of the potluck. Like, Carolyn, here's your casserole dish. You mm-hmm. left it You left it here. And then I figured out, oh, no. The, this is kind of like choosing what restaurants to go to based upon their health department score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really what the name on the casserole dish means at church.
1: You know Peggy's got 19 cats.
0: (laughs) Right. Cats on the counter. You know there are cats on the counter at this person's house. Yeah. You know it. She's a crazy cat lady. You know Karen smokes. Don't eat the twice baked potatoes.
1: (laughs) Flicks her ashes in her soup.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's not grated chocolate. Those are ashes. Don't do it.
1: It's funny how you learn these things. You, you get just a little bit older. It, it and takes me a while. Well, your parents begin to reveal the secrets they know that you're growing into. It,
0: it, it took me a while.
1: Wait, I think I ate Peggy's <laughs> cake last year.
0: But you have to use sim- similar calculus. Yes. Yes. About establishing or allowing mm-hmm. these playdates, mm-hmm. and whether you're letting someone into your vacuum or you're letting your kid into someone else's vacuum, you know it. Like, don't lie to yourself. We're all we're all as parents sitting here going, "Well, they probably let their kid run around and do everything." I mean, yeah. I, they were probably licking lick, licking the cash <laughs> register at the grocery store and <laughs> bah, bah, de, da 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 da.
1: I've seen her mom use bra money before. <laughs> That's right. You know
0: that you have to run have run, to run through the, the hierarchy of, and because 100. now they go to their house, yeah. then they're bringing whatever they got. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to just have to worry about bed bugs. And now it's like. No,
1: it's all the things.
0: That's right. All right. So they're invited to an indoor party with no masks or social distancing. Do you want your kid to be the only mask wearer?
1: Well, somebody's got to set a good example, right? right? Well,
0: that's what, what <laughs> I'm I saying. I can be that long. Right, but you know, though, but you know how kids can get ridiculed for <laughs> yeah, things. I we know, all right? went through that phase. So if you go to a no-masking party <laughs> and your kid shows up with his pocket protector and, you know, a mask clip to each belt loop on the side in <laughs> case he drops one, I mean, you... You know
1: with the thing you put your keys on that has whiplash... You know, like, what is that thing called? The... <laughs> the... You know, you pull Misty, it out and you let go of it. Misty, it I back. can't
0: believe that you and your household don't own a patent on those. Those are I custodian know. keys.
1: Yes, I know. We have a ton of them. The right. retractable things. That's we right. Love because you
0: got to get in all the doors. Yes. Custodian keys. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's what you need your mask on. <laughs> no, that's One true. on each hip.
0: That's right. And a holster for Someone it. Someone <laughs> isn't keeping their distance. Right. There are those kids that get. Out of the way, and they yeah, can't how help place themselves. The during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I was going to say very carefully, I say not at all. Number five, someone tries to mess with their mask.
1: Oh, but you know what this is doing? This is really showcasing a lot of characteristics. Like, now we know who the bully is. Hmm. You know, now we know who the door licker and is. And then, how
0: do you prepare your kid when they encounter another person? who isn't wearing their mask correctly. You know the honesty of kids? Yeah, I was talking Mm -hmm. about Alea in the Mm -hmm. beginning. I remember having her specifically at a time at church, and someone had a Band-Aid on their forehead, and she just had to talk about it. Why do you have that (laughs) Band-Aid on your forehead? Just shh, 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 shh. Don't bring any attention to it. But just, in oh, fairness, my, she
1: does love Bay Day.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. It She's, was more of a fashion accessory yes, question yeah. <laughs> more than a... <laughs> how do I how one you, on my forehead? <laughs> that, <Right. that's> ex-
1: <laughs> do you have extra? <laughs> that's exactly right. So yeah. I'm just, Another one in your pocket? Yeah.
0: Yes, she was wanting one more than uh, chiding you for having one. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what do you do? What do you... What do you tell your child to do if you know that they're wearing their mask correctly and you've taught them how and then they decide to be the mask police? How, yeah. how do you how do you guard against them becoming the mask Gestapo?
1: I think you do. I say you put a sash on them that says mask monitor. <laughs> Let that little future police officer have its day.
0: <laughs> mask monitor. Go on with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, because they're doing it in other areas. It's not just, you know, Somebody's monitoring masks. Somebody's to the standard in the yeah. law. <laughs> Get
0: at it. Uh, I can't believe it took us this long to figure this out, but a dentist in Florida has invented a cake shield to protect birthday cakes from flyaway germs and spit. Yes, I have learned this during COVID nineteen is that we should never blow out candles ever again on it, cakes.
1: I'm, I'm going back reminiscing about all the slobber I've eaten.
0: <laughs> yes, well, it's helped our immunosystem, system. I'm certain.
1: I'm just going to say this is going to make everybody sick because they're not going to be able to fight off anything because they
0: won't be eating enough dirt. Or well, slobbers. but for the rest of the year, why don't we do our birthday cakes in this for the rest of the until we get until we get a vaccine for COVID? Why don't we use this this box? Mm-hmm. And just see how it works. Also, Reese's may be launching a big cup that's stuffed with potato chips. Reese's peanut butter cups with potato chips on the inside. No, thank you. I love
1: sweet and salty. That's yeah. I'm okay
0: with the occasional sweet and salty prepared. You know, there's got to be a good ratio in there. But Um, I would be
1: good if that was pretzels in there.
0: It would be better if it were pretzels, but I I'll try it. Dennis, but I'll try Lenton. it, but I don't look forward to me being too. Wouldn't that be
1: soggy
0: by now? <laughs> you think? We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Researchers discovered that chimpanzees perceive butts the same way humans perceive faces. Oh,
1: wow. hmm. huh. Well, I mean, do we like the face or do we dislike the face? Well, I guess that's really the question.
0: But do you know how much emotion humans detect from the face? Right. Wonder. You can you know you can learn a lot of what you need to know about orbiting around a person by their face. Uh-huh. So if chimpanzees are using the air to gain similar knowledge, then I guess it also does explain why many many women say men act like chimps. Mm. Like oh okay well now I'm starting to understand a little bit more,
1: Mister Silk.
0: Saturday Night Live returning October 3rd for their 46th season, but it will be different. Sources say that Saturday Night Live is scouting big spaces around New York City, along with warehouses in Brooklyn and New Jersey, to shoot some of their pre taped sketches. Being told that looking for a place that allows for proper social distancing and safety. For the cast and crew that Studio 8H at Rockefeller Center does not provide. Also hearing that the guest hosts may still come in on Zoom the way that they did for the three Zoom episodes that they did. So I guess it's a bubble thing. Is They're probably going to try and put cast and crew in somewhat of a bubble and then limit access. So by bringing uh, celebrities for the weekend, guests co-hosts, but that's some of what is great about SNL is you get a great co-host that comes in and they get, you know, injected into various skits Mm -hmm. and they, Mm -hmm. so I I don't know, it's going to lose some of the, well, it appears that it may lose some of the flavor, but they've had the entire summer to try and figure it out. Um, I saw a piece yesterday, speaking of that, Drew Barrymore's new daytime television show launches today on CBS. And, you know, they've had to get very creative as they, you know, she's never done a talk show under the old model. Mm -hmm. And so she knows no other way than to prepare this way. But she made a claim yesterday on CBS that they, she feels like they have found because of innovation and because of being forced to do things differently, that there are ways that her show is going to be better than your standard studio audience. You know, please welcome. And, um. They've been able to create using green screen and virtual and VR. They've been able to put her interview guest into the set. So if we've all been watching interviews on television, you've got the interviewer in their room. And then after the first couple of months of pandemic, they figured out a way to make it look like they're in the same room. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> though if you look closely, you'll see... Th- the first, the first couple of months, it was just a side-by-side Zoom interview. Interviewer on one side of the screen, guest on the other side of the screen. Then they started cutting it to where they would record the interviewer in their room and they would record the guest in their room and then they would edit it together so it looked like they were in the same room. Drew Barrymore's show has figured out how to put her guest through VR as if the guest is sitting across from her. When you see it on screen, it was it's going to look like they're in the same studio, but hmm. they're not.
1: Okay.
0: So my point is is that Saturday Night Live and other you know other people who have had the summer to build the airplane on the ground.
1: <laughs> For real.
0: You know I hate that build the airplane while we're flying it. I use it a lot. I just I just well I've just grown weary
1: yeah.
0: of it. Kinda like precedented. Can I get the can I get some precedent? Please. The NFL has figured it out. They had zero positive COVID-19 test results ahead of week one for an enterprise scattered in enough locations, and they're not living in the bubble per se. I mean, they are living in, they're not living in the same bubble that the NBA is living in, right. but they're being very controlling about access so, so
1: I guess that one girl that got snuck in was clear. I, 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 well, he got fired. <laughs> oh, huh. he lost
0: his job. If you'll Maybe recall, he was, that's right. He snuck her in, mm-hmm. and so it's. And then I read this morning that for the first time ever, well, since the mid uh, since the mid eighties, for the first time last year, vinyl outsold CDs. I believe that. I, I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah. I thought, who's yeah. still buying CDs? Yeah but vinyl outsold for the first time since it went the other way hmm. vinyl has circled back around that's okay cd's you'll have your day in the sun again <laughs> in about 20 years don't worry about it we got to get to a break we'll come back finish it up for the morning here on in the know
1: point to ponder for today
0: yes, I have pretty much come to me. the certainty yes, that flies call humans walks Jesus loves okay. still today. wouldn't that make sense mm-hmm. they get that fly and that we've even named a swatter after them fly swatter right the fly says, "I'm going to go over here and sit on sit on this walks picnic. I'm going to sit on this walks potato salad. It could it could happen. What else would they call us?
1: I'm not for sure.
0: By the way, uh, Miss As Seen on TV, hmm. have you seen the propeller fans for picnics? I have not." Nice. So these are solar or battery powered and they are just like the propellers on the top of the beanies okay. and you set them up on your picnic table. So they're about 18 inches off the surface and they run all the time. They move not fast like a fan because in case you got your arm into it, it wouldn't hurt you. But it's designed just to keep the air moving around so you can get underneath in your serving dishes and get your hot dogs and your potato salad and whatever it is and keep the flies off of your food like on it. the picnic table. Like That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is brilliant. I yeah. mean, what? Again, kind of like the cake shield. Mm-hmm. Did it take us until 2020 to figure these things <laughs> out? <laughs> on TV today, the Drew Barrymore Show, as I mentioned is uh has its premiere episodes on cbs i'm not sure what time it's, uh, what time of day it's on so
1: just sit there all day just you've know. got a program
0: guide look into it uh dancing with the stars the season 29 premiere on abc tyra banks is the new host and on abc tonight vomo you know fomo fear of missing out this is vote or miss out vomo you've got celebrities including tim allen will ferrell Tiffany Haddish, John Hamm, Scarlett Johansson, Jay Leno, Jaden Smith, hosted by Kevin Hart, all encouraging Americans to participate in this fall's election. I'm I'm taken back when I hear about this. I'm reminded of 2016. It was almost exactly four years ago when all those celebrities got together to encourage everybody to vote in the 2016 election. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I don't think they did that. <laughs> transparent uh today's highlight in history this day 1901 president william mckinley died in buffalo new york of gunshot wounds inflicted by an assassin that's where we got that's how uh, teddy roosevelt became president he was the vice president at that time in 1814 francis scott key was inspired to write the poem defense of fort mchenry which turned into the star-spangled banner in 1836, former president Aaron Burr, sir, died in Staten Island, New York at age 80. In nineteen seventy-two, the family drama The Waltons premiered on CBS. Princess of Monaco, Grace Kelly, for, uh, died this day in 1982. Five years ago today, Kim Davis went back to work after a few days in the Hooskow. <laughs>
1: What a saga. Right.
0: She got her sweater extra pressed yeah. for that day.
1: Yeah. yeah. Got, well, you know, she could transition into the fall sweater section when mm-hmm. she got out of jail, so that was good.
0: When she, when she went to jail, she was, was wearing summer, summer sweaters. Mm-hmm. She came back out, she had her fall sweaters mm-hmm. out. Oh. Uh, singer John Bowser Bauman from Shanana is 73 today. Wow. Dan Cortez is 53 today, and Tyler Perry is 51. Was Medea 81? Mm-hmm.
1: I guess, yeah. He doesn't do the Medea stuff anymore. He doesn't. Well, I mean, they're not making any new oh. Medea things. I think they probably they did all there was to yeah. do.
0: Go- <laughs> yeah. Ran out it's of all material. Yeah. Gomba not forgotten. Born this date in 1849, Pavlov, mm-hmm. the dog dude. Um,
1: Pavlov's law.
0: Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's theory. And Pavlov's dog is th- ring the bell. Right, you train and you ring the mm-hmm. bell, and the dog thinks of uh, ice cream. That's what I think of when I hear a bell ring. Uh, Amy Winehouse was born this date in 1983. Actually, I think of popsicles when the bell rings. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1957. <laughs> if you're watching, there goes the popsicle train. <laughs> Bless little <laughs> so heart. 1957. Debbie Reynolds was number one. Debbie with Tammy. Tammy.
1: Tammy, Tammy's in love. The old hootie. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Debbie, but no thanks.
0: But she was about to say the old hootie hoos. Uh, was she? Or ho- howdy hoos.
1: Howdy hoos.
0: <laughs> hootie hoos.
1: <laughs> it is. The Owl hootie hoos. Who- to the Doves. The Hootie Owl
0: Hootie Hoos to the Doves.
1: Yeah, she was almost spitting a rhyme there, right? I liked yours better. Yeah. <laughs> <the> howdy Hoes. <laughs> Demi of the Howdy Hoes, Down on, If there only been some on
0: beatboxing beat in that. <laughs> Debbie
1: should let me write her song. <laughs> we all live in the
0: Yellow Submarine. 1966. The Beatles, the Beatles. The Beatles. Yellow Submarine. Lads from Liverpool. We all Kind of out there, but it was very singable. Let's go to nineteen seventy five, David Bowie, number
1: one,
0: except for uh, Let's Dance and China Girl. I never could enjoy any of David Bowie's music until after he passed. And after he passed, I started to better understand the influence Mm -hmm. that he had on pop music in that era.
1: Yeah, there's several artists like that for me.
0: That whole androgynous, though, that whole androgynous glam Mm -hmm. persona that it Mm -hmm. appealed in no way to me. Mm -mm. And so I just couldn't. I was like, I don't want to hear any of that. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of closed minded to it. Uh, Let's go to 1984. Double T was number one. Let's move forward to that was really, you know, that album, that private dancer album for Mm -hmm. her was such a major comeback Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, she's really a 60s and early 70s artist. And you know, the whole deal with Ike and all that stuff, and when she came the back onto the scene in the mid eighties, it was like amazing. Nineteen ninety-three tag team, tag team was number these one. Days days the house, chump, chump, with these three words mean you there, say Woo, that is big is. man. Is. Is. Shaka Laka, Shaka Laka. Uh, has there been a wedding reception since 1993 <laughs> that that was not played? I defy I, I defy you to come up with. Uh, ten or more wedding receptions. That that's not. I'm gonna them go playing.
1: Harry and Meghan's.
0: <laughs> Make the list. Oh Maybe no! The only one. Uh-uh. There were some real celebrities no. there. If they'd
1: have been married in America, it would have been straight
0: Chicken Maybe dance straight into no. one. Oh, there it is. Please
1: stop doing the chicken dance, people. Hate
0: Avril Lavigne, Complicated, number one. Eighteen years ago today. And nine years ago today, Foster the People number one with "Pumped Up Kicks."
1: I like that.
0: There are your chart toppers for today. MB's pearl of wisdom for today: When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the air.